0: The Catholic Church. We've made a few changes.
1: These Super Bowl commercials are weird. Four-finger discount, dude.
0: Welcome to Four Finger Discount, proudly brought to you by The Simpsons Quotes That Nobody Gets Anymore. Facebook page, nohomers.net and popculture.com. I am Dando. I am Mitch, and thank you to all you beautiful patrons for... Subscribing? Well, yeah, for subscribing. I just went blank. (laughs) (laughs) You look confused. You looked at me, I'm like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) My brain stopped. We're here to review Sunday, Cruddy Sunday, because a couple of weeks ago it was the Super Bowl. We thought it would tie in well. Yeah. And we'll get it up now that it's no longer nice and topical. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, what do you think of the
2: episode first and foremost? First and foremost, it, I mean, we, what this came from season ten, so this is not from my episode favorite, 12, I think, yeah. favorite era of the show. I think it's a solid episode. I'd probably give it like a seven and a half out of ten or something like that as an overall spectacle. It's probably one of the last episodes that I really remembered a lot of things about. There's also a lot I didn't remember. Like the conversation about whether or not it was a touchdown or a safety for whatever reason had really stood out in my mind. Um, the Rupert Murdoch entrance was something that really stood out in my mind. But there's also not a huge amount of what I would call iconic moments in the show. I think ultimately as much as I remembered it's like little segments have just stuck with me ultimately, I feel like it's a little bit not I won't say forgettable, but it's not you know, it's not that extra. Something special that makes the great episode stand out.
0: I think the most iconic moment, iconic, of the episode would be the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. Because every Super Bowl that now gets referenced, you put that up as a meme on your Facebook page on Super Bowl Day and Mm. it's a million likes immediately. As long as your Facebook page has
2: quite a few followers. (laughs) I mean, if you're just Bobby Jones...
0: With your fifteen, you try fr- with your fifteen friends. It's, you're good probably base, it's not- a good base though to start off with. Start yeah. off with Super Bowl day, but I do think though I read a couple of articles about it that the way they treat Clinton in this episode was, was sort of like one of those moments where it really shows you it defines where the Simpsons were at that period of time, like the era yeah. of that Simpsons where what was happening in in pop culture because he had the impeachment going on. Yeah. And the Al Gore reference so at the end—the fact like that they are actually
2: commenting on topical news
0: and yeah. that sort of thing—and the is, whole throwing him into the Atlanta Falcons because yeah, you didn't know whether he was actually with the president at that point yeah. when the episode finally came out. What did you think they did well in this episode, Mitch? Overall, I thought that what they did well was there were a few little
2: stabs at uh, what's the, I guess, kind of fan culture of sports in general, but but more Super Bowl more, ads. Well, yeah, Super Bowl ads, but um, that kind of chauvinistic approach that can be taken to following football or following sports when a bunch of guys get together and they're like you know a phrase Kyle uh, Car- Car-
0: spending his anniversary at Super Bowl
2: yeah that all of the you know the the drunken slovenly behaviour that comes out as soon as there aren't any women around to keep them in check letting their guts go and then sucking back in when there's a woman around um, I, I, yeah I, I guess that in general or the the fact that really, for a couple hours, you can just put your entire... As a guy, you put your entire life on hold. You don't care about anything else that's going on. Yeah. Kind of to the detriment.
0: So that's sort of where they mine a lot of the comedy throughout this episode. I think they did a good job, and they acknowledged it at the end, of doing a football-based episode without any football in it, without you yeah. realising it. Yeah. Because until they acknowledge it, you sort of go, oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't actually see any football. Like, you said the players do the high Rupert and stuff like that. But there's no football in the episode. Yeah. What didn't you like? What do you think
2: a- that par- could have improved? There is that little highlight um, the Road to the Super Bowl montage and you get the flashback to yeah. the guy having his neck broken yeah. from like season three. Is it the same clip as it? I'm pretty sure it was, okay. yeah. Um, what didn't I like about the episode? What I, could they have improved? I don't know why they needed a throwback to Marge and Lisa. Like, I saw the writers have a, th- you know, they were saying something about how they wanted them to be having the most boring day possible and I don't know if they were trying to mind that and, and, you know, sh- contrast with how boring it was and try to make it funny, but, that for me, it was just dull and probably not needed. Like, there's a couple of funny gags in there, and there's, you know, you do smirk a few times. And I liked some of the stuff of the quiet moments between Lisa and Marge, but it also felt like it just didn't drive the story forward at all. It, it was it like, ended really abruptly. The last time you see them is when Lisa goes, These Super Bowl
0: commercials are weird. Yeah. That's the last time you see that's them.
2: That's the last time you see them. Yeah. And that was my, th- like, it just served no purpose to keep going back to them. No. Other than. To try and show a passage of time in what was happening with the guys, it was like the only reason that it Break cut it back to them was so they could structurally move the guys forward in time without showing you having, sorry, without showing you that they have gone forward in time.
0: Yeah. Now, so what was your favorite favorite moment from the episode then?
2: My favorite moment from the episode: the running through the stands and not being able to actually find the <laughs> gang. Great use of a song,
0: and it's all sort of like yeah. a great bait and switch song two you, by Blur. You, you expect them. To be, you don't realize that time has passed. It's just a great bait and switch. We're running away for running away for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite moment, by far, Homer on the phone to Clinton, and then <laughs> Reverend whipping him with the love towel, Lovejoy whipping him, and it. Lovejoy laughing and running off. It's so non-Lovejoy. I'll give us
2: a, a honorable mention to Lovejoy. Actually, when they take his collar off and his entire dress, yes, falls down. not you know, not dress. Yes. I would love it if that's how priests costume
0: <laughs> costumes. I don't know what they're called, but I'd love it if that's how priest clothes work. You just, the collar halts it all together. I lo- what I loved about this episode was that it was all the male characters mingling in a way that you've never seen them mingle before. Mm. Like, you never see the Reverend behave like this. Yeah. So, let's get into some trivia about Sunday Credit Sunday. Mitch, let's... I'll let you kick off the proceedings. All right. How many questions have you got? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Whoa. I am not going to answer many of those. <laughs>
2: I think I've got three and they're all about Dolly Parton. Well, <laughs> i
0: <off. laughs> Oh, wait, no, wait. Uh, I, I uh, Alabama's a, one of them, yeah? I added a fourth because I felt bad. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll just kick off it. What magazine is in the mechanic's waiting room? No, no idea. Trout Fever. Oh, Hilarious, because it's got nothing that. to do with mechanics. Yeah. That's why it's in the waiting yeah, room. Yeah, but, but men? Blokes well, like I, fishing? I felt they put it there because they're trying to make that waiting room seem as boring as possible. Okay. So they had a trout book in a... Mechanics? Is it mechanics? Yeah, I guess a mechanic yeah. or tire yeah, place, auto repair store. I thought it should be a car magazine. But what? yeah,
2: I suppose. But I like car magazines and hunting and fishing stuff all go side by side. Yeah, that, that is agents, true. they? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yes, you have answered one already. Whereas Euro, Euro Dollywood Land. I knew that was going to be one of your questions. <laughs>
0: Dolly Land. Dolly Sorry, land. Dollywood. There we go. Alabama. Yes. How old was Bronco Nagurski when he died? Uh, oh, no. Between eighty and ninety. 87. 81. Damn. Uh well, this just maybe think of a new
2: one. How old is the oldest living NFL player? 53? 53. Yes. <laughs>
0: I'm 53 years young. <laughs> that's a great joke. Yeah. What's the name of Wally's travel agency? Think as boring and plain as possible. Wally's travel agency. Springfield Travel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um where is Dolly Parton from? I no idea. The South. The South. Oh, this is, that's yes. as as precise as she gets. The polite in the South, yeah. Uh, who did Vincent Price play on Batman, which gave them the basis for the oh, Um
2: Oh, shit, what's it? I mean, it was Egg something Egghead. or other. Egghead. Yes. That's right. Yeah,
0: thank you. That was season
2: three of Batman, I think, when I they started to run out of ideas. <laughs> um, who
0: won the Super Bowl in
2: reality in that year?
0: Oh, good question. No idea. Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos, okay. That's, that's who Homer doesn't want oh, to the own. the Denver Broncos. <laughs> they obviously were No, they were good. Only a year or oh, two I earlier. We spoke about that in You Only Move Twice, exclusively yeah. on Patreon, the podcast, yeah. because that was shit the year before. Yeah. Well, they should have won it the year before and they didn't or something. I they think they were really bad the year before. Okay, yeah, then but they then, they then they won it the year. year. Well, by the time this episode, that episode aired, they were good, but it was too yeah. late to change it or something. Anyway, which Springfield is real? So where is the real Springfield and which state? What do you mean? Because you know how they had the gag of, Ohio, Maude. Yeah. which state has the real Springfield? Has that ever actually been answered? Yeah, Matt Groening said it after the Simpsons movie came out. Give me multiple choice.
2: I'm going to close my eyes so I don't see you look at the screen and read the actual answer. I don't know. Let's just make up three other states and um, whatever the real one is. Nebraska, Florida, Oregon. 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 Yeah. You know, I only went after that because... Of the Spice Oregano. <laughs> <I> went, <laughs> what the hell is that? I like cooking. <laughs> um, my
0: final Dolly Parton question is, who is she singing a medley <laughs> with? Question. Oh, that's one of my questions <laughs> as well. Yeah. It, I won't even look at it. It was um, Rob Lowe. Yep. And Stomp. 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 It actually is Stomp. Yeah. I'm going to Stomp. No idea who that is. They They're a band that split up in the 80s, late 80s. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. An Irish band of some sort. Right. Which, Sim- Simpsons, sorry, which Simpsons staff member also lived at 742 Evergreen Terrace when they were growing up? Um, Dan Castellaneta, Mac Rainey. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That would make sense. Something I didn't know until I looked up this episode. Yeah. yeah. He, in Portland, Oregon. It's where he grew up at, on 7, 742 Evergreen Terrace. Okay. And you got any more questions? No, I'm done. Okay, cool. Uh, what three things were wrong with their tickets?
2: They didn't have holograms. The team referenced was called the Spungos.
0: Yep. And they seem to be printed on some form of cracker. <laughs> Stop eating my tickets! <laughs> <laughs> who does Dolly Parton have to sing? Okay, I've got that one already. And Brian Scully, who co-wrote the episode, yep. and is the older brother of Mike Scully, the, yep. the showrunner at the time, I believe, uh, now works on which famous show? It's still on
2: air? Yes. Can I have some form of a hint that won't give it's it away?
0: It's in relation to one of the facts about this episode relation to one of the facts about the episode I should have been listening It premiered The show that he works on premiered Yeah Right before this episode aired
2: Right before
0: So this episode aired in 98? 99 99 I believe 99? Yeah January 31st 1999 Have you, have you given me the facts yet? No Well then how the hell is that but a the, 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 <laughs> the fact is that it premiered January 31st ninety nine, oh, okay. Directly before this episode Sabrina the Teenage Witch Family Guy Oh, Family Guy. Yes. Okay. so a pretty monumental night, really. The,
2: the premiere Premier of Family Guy. The premiere of Family Guy and, uh, you know, middle of the road Simpsons episode. <laughs> facts are meaningless. You can use facts to prove anything that's even remotely
0: true. Facts, Max. So, we're getting to the facts, obviously, that fact there. It also aired directly after Super Bowl thirty-three. Okay. On January 31st, 1999. Now, we're getting to the controversial commercial about the Catholic Church. Now the thing about this was, did you ever listen to this? Do you know anything about it? The controversy that surrounded the commercial. There, we've made a few changes. Uh yeah. So the Catholic
2: League or something league. What is that? What well, the, well, the group has a name. It's like the Catholic League. Oh, the something. group
0: people that complained. Yeah, I have no idea. I just I just know Catholics. Yeah, went, but went but no, stick. like they're not in any way affiliated with the Catholic Church. Oh, it's really? A subset okay. Subset group of, of Catholics. Apparently, they got letters from like hundreds of letters from like third graders, and they're all written the exact same way. Yeah. So basically, they has got different kids to write their names on yeah. it. Yeah, and th- which is why it's bullshit that Fox cowered to
2: them because it wasn't anyone overly official doing it. It was just some alt right nut job group. Who sent a couple hundred letters in, really. A couple hundred out of 250 million
0: population. I mean, gives a fuck. What pissed Mike Scully off the most was the fact that whoever was the head of Fox that time or one of the executives mm. asked him to make fun of a different religion. That yeah, would be like, okay. Can we changed the
2: religion because we've, we copped some flack from the Catholics earlier in the year? Make fun of someone like that. else, that's okay. Yeah. What a load of shit. Yeah, no,
0: absolutely no principles behind it whatsoever. And it wasn't meant to be... It wasn't written to be a joke against the Catholic Church. They wrote the commercial, taking the piss out of Super Bowl commercials. In that you don't know what the ad is for. Yeah, and they just made up a gag at the end. They got the biggest laugh in the writing room, so they just used it. Yeah. And what the funny thing about it is, after Mike Scully refused, because they wanted him to edit that out, they just went ahead and did it anyway. So even now, today, in syndication, that Mm. commercial now says, the church. Yeah. How shit's that? Yes. Like Kids watching it now would go, that makes no sense. No. It's almost like they're taking the piss out of just church in general now. Yeah, I mean, it still makes sense in a different
2: way, but it it, it just... It does... I'm not a big fan of censorship purely on grounds of... A minority fem-
0: groups? Are they, are they a minority group no. there? No.
2: Well, that particular subset would the be a minority group. Obviously, but but minority, majority, I don't really care. I don't like the idea that something needs to be censored because it offends people. Because if those... 200 people don't want to watch The Simpsons anymore, then that's their prerogative. But unless you are deliberately being offensive purely for the sake of being offensive, then like that, I feel, comes under a different kind of set of rules. But if it's just you've made a joke and your intentions are pure and someone takes umbrage at it, then, look, it's their right to be offended, but you don't have to apologise for the joke. Like, you can't... Remember when Letterman got in trouble with the Sarah Palin thing. Yeah. And his joke was not in any way about what he was taking a task over, but he made the point in, like, he has, like, a 10-minute apology speech you can find on YouTube. It, he he repeats what the jokes were, and he's like, by the way, these are just jokes. Like, you can't defend a joke. It's just something silly. And as soon as you hold it up and try to t- talk about it seriously, then it all falls to pieces. Any joke in the world does that. And, yeah, South Park with Prophet Muhammad thing that was more
0: about threats of violence, but in general, I what about in an Australian sense, holding Caroline Wilson underwater? That got blown out of proportion. That yeah, that did. Um, that all of a sudden became domestic violence. Yeah,
2: I, it, and I mean, for international, international, have no idea. Yeah, what we're talking they won't about. know what we're talking about. But it was a kind of, if anything, that was inclusive. Like there. Were, we, it was to raise money, people were jumping into an ice pool or something like that. And I think there were three or four ex-footy um, personalities talking about how, you know, jumping in water, um, how long... Eddie, Eddie Maguire was the person that said,
0: you know, if it was Caro, you'd have tried to hold a runder. Caroline Wilson is sort of the leading lady of Australian yeah. football commentary. But
2: that, that was also off the back of many other comments about the same thing, doing the same thing to other men. All of that gets completely washed out when people are talking about it and you just get that one quote of Eddie Maguire wandered, said he would hold Caroline Wilson underwater it's like that's not yes technically that's what he said but that's not what the context is. treating her as like. one of the boys yeah but anyway that's what anyway. people listen to the show but for. but that's like same same kind of concept here he got they, kicked
0: off radio for a week and he had to apologise and all that kind of well, shit Anyway, yeah but I mean back to the, the to this commercial, particular yeah, episode yeah,
2: yeah. it's taking that final line out of the context of what the entire commercial is actually supposed to be about yeah. and then trying to get offended by it like you can't manipulate after the fact. You've got to
0: view the whole thing before and after. Exactly. One of the lines... That is my long-form defense of comedy. (laughs) One of the uh, lines that was in every letter was, don't make fun of my religion. That apparently was in every letter. (laughs) What are the odds? Yeah. Another fact, the uh, tyre scene was inspired by Brian Scully, who he had experienced that when he got scammed by a Firestone Tire and Rubber Company. Dealer, okay. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty much exactly what happened to him. Come in for a free wheel alignment. And, oh, my God, your car's falling apart. I love the whole, when he pulls the boss over, to, come, come over now, come, yeah. come over now. Oh, You're so- going to let
2: this guy drive away. <laughs> You're fired. No, 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 no. It's love so it. great. You see that guy later, um, customer service representative of the month,
0: yeah. just <laughs> holding dollar bills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pointing and laughing. The glass of the mouth scene, obviously, was in order to stay current, because The Simpsons is made yeah. uh, so far ahead of time. They didn't want to seem out of date, so they had the peop- the characters cover their mouths. So, they can put in the actual yep. people who are playing in the Super Bowl that year. Same with the president. Uh, Wally Cogan. Now, since we've done this podcast, I heard the name Wally Cogan and I immediately knew what they were doing there. Yeah. I'll let you explain well, it. Hogan yes. is J-Cogan. Yes. There we go. When you say Jake Hogan really
2: quickly, it's like you're Jake. saying Jake Hogan. Yeah. Like Hulk has a son. Um, well, he does, but it's not Jake. Anyway, continue. <laughs> does Jake know best? Yeah. <laughs> um, Anyway, so, uh, (laughs) Jake Hogan, long-term writer on the show, and Wally... Wolodowski. Wolodowski. I was going to say Tobolowski. Which is not correct. Wolodowski. Yes. So, it's a... uh, Wally Kogan. Portmanteau, of the two writers' Mm -hmm. names. Uh, It's not often that you get to use the word portmanteau in your everyday life, and I'm very glad that I got to do it then.
0: (laughs) Originally, Dan Castellanato, they wanted him to do the voice of Murdoch, but then they found out that Murdoch had agreed to do Murdoch it. Murdoch was up for it himself. And At, did he bang on an, Ameri- uh, an Australian accent? I know, right? <laughs> and they couldn't believe that he was willing to call himself a billionaire tyrant. Yeah, and found it hilarious, apparently. Yeah, yeah to do yeah. many takes of that. I, I love the fact that this guy has more money than he can imagine, but he's still willing to do shit like this. Yeah. Yeah, so cool. Well, it was once. What do you mean? As in, still like, he, he
2: did it one time. Oh, yeah, but
0: yeah. I'm, I'm sure... I don't know, everyone sort of says bad things about him, but I've never seen him be a cool guy. I've never really seen him do anything, but I've seen... I saw him at the press conference when they announced the new football um, broadcasting rights yeah, okay. last year, and he was just cracking jokes left, right and centre.
2: You know, he did virtually predict the internet streaming and all that sort of stuff in like the 60s. Really? So that, you know, cast your minds to a future where every home will have devices in them where they will be able to sit down and images will be beamed across the world through an array of satellites and all that sort of stuff. In hindsight, the way he spoke was kind of you know, antiquated, but at the time, like, when fucking... Tele- there might be, like, one television per neighbourhood. One guy on the street. And you had two channels and that sort of stuff. Like, it, it, the idea that you could sit down and go, I want to watch a movie now. And two colours, black and white. Blown, yeah, would have blown <laughs> people's minds. You had, you know, for all of the... Ne- I feel like everything negative about Rupert tends to be about the fact that he's, that Fox News and all of the papers that he owns are very fucking politically bent. But... As a businessman and as a media mogul. Genius.
0: Yeah. The post- There is
2: a great. Um, I think it's on a bit of Fry and Laurie. There's a sketch. I, I don't know what season it was, but it's a rip off of a. I don't even know what Fry and Laurie is. Do you want to explain to the listeners oh, in case was, I don't know? So Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie had okay. a, had oh, a yeah, sketch yeah, show yeah. Okay. in the late 80s, I think it was. That
0: happens quite a lot that popular. Like the guy from um, Better Call Saul and uh, someone else had their own Bob, show. Bob Odenkirk. Bob, yes.
2: And. David the Cross dude from
0: um, Arrested Development, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Tobias from Arrested Development had a sketch show called Mr. Show. I no,
0: idea, I until I looked up Arrested
2: Development, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> which is a really avant-garde. Like they just fucked around massively with the form of the show. Um, it's, it's yeah, some of the sketches on that are fantastic. But so back to a bit of Fry and Laurie. Yeah, they were doing a sketch that was a parody of It's a Wonderful Life, and it's Rupert Murdoch depressed on Christmas Eve about to kill himself and the angel comes down and shows him what life would be like if he'd never existed and he takes him through a guided tour of England where everything's black and white like in real life everyone's black and white he walks into pubs and there's no television up on there and everyone is getting along like everyone's (laughs) really happy no one's having any arguments then it kind of comes back to present day and Rupert's standing on the bridge he's like there's so much opportunity out there for me. I could make a billion, do- like you know, I could make millions, and and sort of gets a new reinvigorated lease on life. Talking about how he can, you know, put a TV in every pub and that sort of thing again. And then the angel, after hearing all of that, just pushes him off the bridge himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. There. Who played Rupert? Uh, I reckon Hugh it Laurie? was Hugh playing Rupert. Yeah, yeah. Stephen playing probably available angel. on YouTube. Correct me on that if check if it out. Anyone has? We it. had a lot of
0: good feedback too from people saying they appreciated that we recommended so many uh, British sitcoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're impressed that we did so we were talking about so many yeah, yeah, of them yeah. there and asking if we would do any reviews of them. Apparently, Father Ted is Irish and not British. We got that wrong.
2: Yeah, well, not Broadcast I did, in British, but... I was- did say I wasn't sure. I don't, I don't know. I, I, did, I did say in that that it stars an Irish comedian, so it may not be British, but I don't know. So, fucking please. Fuck you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I and, hope you're not a Patreon subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> and the final fact... Uh, the Postman was based on Burl Ives, who uh, the director Steve Moore was a fan of. I was wondering what the go with that was. Now- look looked like a German Santa Claus. Do you know who he's- fa- He did, yeah. Do you know who he's famous for? Or what he's famous for, I should say? Bill Ives. Yes. Bill Ives. Uh, Burl Ives.
2: Burl Ives. Uh, was he not, in fact, the man traveling to St. Ives, meeting a
0: man with seven wives? So, seven wives had seven cats. Nada. Absolutely nailed it. <laughs> 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 he was famous for playing Sam the Snowman in the stop motion film from 1964, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, which I believe everyone's oh. probably seen as one at one point in their lives. I've seen like, he, yeah, you've uh, seen uh, clips. I've never, though, s- yeah, I've seen clips. I've it, never sat down, but as soon as you said that, I could picture what it was. Yeah, yeah. So he plays kind this- of horrifying, actually. Yeah, but I remember I used to really like it as a kid. So he plays the Snowman Sam. It's pretty cool. So that's it. That's my facts for okay. Sunday Credit Sunday. Let's get into the full review. You imagine Snowman Sam and Fireman Sam hanging out together. Postman Pat. I'm sticking
2: with the Sam thing. Yeah, I'm trying to think <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could all just name kids'
0: characters. <laughs> Paddington Bear. <laughs> the original air date was January 31st, 1999. Chalkboard gag, I will not do the Dirty Bird. The January dirty 31st, bird? didn't you say that this aired after the Super Bowl? It aired straight after it, yep. The Super Bowl must have been in gen- on January oh, February 31st. February is
2: normally... Yeah, okay.
0: Well, I'll look up the date right now. That's what it said on Wikipedia, and I'm pretty sure they wouldn't get that wrong. So Super Bowl thirty three is what it said. Yeah. I will just do a quick Google search. It was on January thirty first, nineteen ninety nine, and it was won by the Denver Broncos, as you said. Well, there you go. I thought it was always February myself. Yeah. Well, the recent recent memory it yep. has been February. Maybe they pushed obviously, it for some reason. Obviously, scheduling something's changed over the years. And the couch bo- oh, couch bo- and the couch gag was a tribute to Titanic. So the couch gets sunk by an iceberg, and only Maggie pops up and say mm. and survives. Oh, the chalkboard gag what's a dirty bird by the way so that is a like a touchdown celebration
2: dance um, made kind of famous by the Atlanta Falcons oh okay now obviously
0: in the yeah Super Bowl makes sense kicks off with the kids having an excursion to the post office Uh, what a fun place to go I do love
1: now who's ever wondered
2: how the post office works no one I did until we came here last year oh yes last year
0: I didn't like the gag they had here with Bart, though. I thought it was just stupid. Childish. Yeah. one of the, the, This is a, where they
2: started running out of ways for Bart to be a rebel, I feel, like by this point of the series
0: that wasn't breaking it, new has ground been rebellious. anymore. This is just it's being a, a criminal. <laughs> <laughs> being a vandal, yeah. at the very least. 10-year-olds shouldn't be behaving like this. Maybe in the early 90s that would have been seen as rebellious and cool. Yeah. But by 1999, that was just like, what are you doing, mate?
2: Well, it's also, yeah, like it's just silly, like... In the early 90s, that's pushing the envelope, but by the late 90s. And South Park kind of skewed this really True. well. 1997,
0: in, 98, that started. South that South had started Park, yeah.
2: coming out. And you had kids swearing and stuff like that. So, Bart drawing on the walls doesn't kind of hit that same note that it used to. And there's that thing of, um, in the cartoon wars, the South Park episode, that highlights perfectly why this doesn't really work for me anymore, is when Cartman and Bart are chatting with each other, and Bart's talking about how he's such a bad kid. And it's like, well, you know, I, I cut off the head of a town statue. And um Cartman's like, Oh yeah, right. You know, that reminds me like this one time this kid was bullying me, so I killed his parents and ground them up and fed him to fed them to him in Chile. <laughs> and it was like that's kind of yeah, like Bart has
0: been superseded by this point of the series as far as being America's bad boy. I feel like that is one of the most monumental episodes of South Park of all time, by the way. Scott Teneman yeah. must die. Yeah. Oh it's just that was the moment I thought this show is fucking incredible. Yeah. <laughs> as for them was It was because he made Cartman eat his pubes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, or buy his pubes, not and, eat them. He, then, sold,
2: he sold Cartman pubes.
0: And I love the end of it. You just eat your parents um, or something like that. He
2: did put pubes into the chili. Yeah. That's right. But Cartman switched it at the very end. <laughs> I love the, holy fuck, dude. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, never cross it. Cartman. No, <laughs> that was also the moment for
0: those guys where they realized that they could do a show about literally anything. Yeah. Um, the, what was the, it? For, it was Seinfeld had an episode of oh, the whale. The marine biologist. biologist. That was the episode where they knew they could push the envelope then.
2: Well, I one of
0: people accepted the fact that a whale got beached. Well, George got yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, you, I interrupted you. What were you saying? No, that um. Apparently, but, I do that a lot. I
2: interrupt. <laughs> one of us does. <laughs> that's a reference to last podcast. <laughs> um, the the uh, Matt and Trey were saying that like they had no B plot and really the main storyline. There's not much story going on. It's just a couple little bits and pieces. And but yeah,
0: Scott Tenman must die. One of the greatest episodes of South Park of all time is all I'm saying. Yes. Getting to this episode, I also feel, we didn't mention this at the start, mm-hmm. that Homer was portrayed as an absolute dick of a husband throughout the entire episode. He shuts down Marge at every point. Yes, he does. Just has no interest in helping her or yeah. any interest in what she has to, has to say. Just cuts her off. Get, yeah. away, get away from your wife. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're at the point where, I don't know, Homer just wasn't... The, the whole sort of emotional side of the show was gone by this point. Yeah. There were, as we've mentioned earlier in other episodes... There were sort of moments throughout the seasons where they did have those moments, Mm. but those moments used to be in sort of like, say, one in every two or three episodes. Yeah. They were like part of the show. Yeah. Now it's just sort of, I don't know, Homer's just a bit of a dick by this point.
2: Yeah, he doesn't have, from Marge's point of view, why would you be married to him? Yeah. By this point of it. Whereas early on, he always had a little sensitive underbelly. And he was aloof and sometimes... um, I don't know if ignorant, ignorant will do. Not deliberately ignorant. He was just unaware
0: of what he was doing. Now where he's it, just mean. Whereas here, yeah, he's just being a prick. Yeah. I didn't like it at all. Anyway, so Krusty's he's looking- such at- a sensitive guy, Dando. Yep. So Krusty's then- <laughs> The uh, lady swoon as, oh, that Dando. That's why I'm married. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Krusty's randomly at the post office. And he's looking at the Legends of Comedy sign. The irony. What has Fatty Yarbuckle done that I haven't done? <laughs> yeah. Another reference to Krusty stealing everyone's material. Yep. Now. There's
2: did, the other legends, Charlie Chaplin was top left. I couldn't really recognise the bottom two. I
0: can't even remember what they look like. Hmm. But yeah, I remember Charlie Chaplin and hmm. just Fatty Arbuckle, obviously. I don't even know who Fatty Arbuckle is. That made me a bad person. Is it a real person?
2: It is a real person,
0: Fatty Arbuckle. He
2: also... um, When was Fatty Arbuckle? I don't know a lot of Fatty Arbuckle. I kind of know Charlie Chaplin and Laurel and Hardy and Buster Keaton. Outside of that, I'm a little lost when it comes to those guys.
0: Then we get the zip code machine. And Lisa questions it. What are these extra digits for? The relocation codes. Yes. Uh, and then we get one of the, the They do this a lot in
2: Simpsons. Uh, they're onto ba- to, they're on to a, us. A, a pullback to someone viewing in a security room in the
0: least likely place to have a security room. What is that? Shall I flood Those the chamber? Those aren't the
2: socks she came in with. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I love
0: let's that. roll. That's, that's so good. Don't they take guns? Yeah. At the moment? <laughs> yeah. A couple of shotguns. Uh, shall I flood the chamber? No. Let's just get lunch. Then at Nelson. Oh, this is great. This is a fucking well-written gag.
1: You ever gone on a killing spree? Oh,
0: no, no. The day of the gun toting disgruntled postman shooting up the place went out with the Macarena. Well, I'm just glad I work at an elementary school. The end line with Skinner? Yes. How? Whoa. That is pushing the envelope. Of a bit. all the things, yeah, like, of all. I was like, in, in 1999, that was pushing the envelope. Yeah, I was like, they fucking censored. The Catholic thing, but they don't censor this. Like you, you would say, you say this now on television, and people
2: would go, hmm. "Yeah, you couldn't, you could not possibly get away with doing this now on yeah, TV." Maybe on like no, HBO or something. You know, no, right? not even on HBO. They wouldn't. It's like it not, so obvious it's what they like trying to do. Joke about nine eleven. They wouldn't go there because actually, it's just making a joke about the high school massacres, isn't it? Yeah, and ninety they there'd been Columbine to that Columbine point. Columbine was ninety eight, I think. Yeah. About that, yeah, it's pretty raw. They on it, yeah, but. There have been so many since, and
0: Sandy Hook in particular. Like, there's just no way in hell you'd get away with this joke now. And as it did, that joke straight over my fucking head. Yeah. I never even got it. But I I heard that and I thought, whoa, I did not expect that at all. And that's, yeah, uh, it's very well written. Mm. And it says that they were able to get away with it. Do you reckon Fox just didn't even get the joke? No, they would have picked up on it. Then why it's Pretty they? obvious. Maybe because they got in trouble with the Catholic Church earlier in the year. Uh, it's, it's so. I've got no. That's it, what Scully was saying. You can joke about anything. Yeah. Except for religion. Yeah. And it's funny because it's coming from Skinner too. Yeah, like such a straight-laced guy. Yeah. Who's who's <laughs> so downtrodden? The, the funny thing about the joke, I think, is they can say what well, they can fall back on it as an excuse. Skinner doesn't realize what he's doing. Yeah. Skinner is actually thankful that he works in a school. Yeah. He's not actually making a joke about. The well, yeah, you could take it two ways, if you were trying.
2: But no, nah, I don't know. It's obvious what they're doing. Of, yeah, it would be kind of cowardly, to and have I'm that glad out. they did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, uh, me too. Like I, again, I'm I, I made a massive defense before about how I th- feel like you can joke about. We anything. don't condone what happened. No, no, and that's another big thing. Joking about something is not condone, but it's it. a joke. Yeah. Anyway, then the employees' lunch, which is also hilarious. I would joke. say that like that joke. Coming from Herman or something like that. Let's pretend Herman worked at a school. That joke coming from him would be a lot more creepy and sinister. Willie, even? Yeah, to an extent, Willie. But coming from Skinner, living he's, with his mum. said he's straight-laced. Yeah. Yeah. Also, did you like the uh, employee's lounge? <laughs>
0: mm.
2: <laughs> just going. Here's where we unwind after a
0: hard day of work, just ripping through everyone's envelopes. Birthday card. Wedding. Yeah, ding-ding-ding-ding-ding. <laughs> and the postman just ooh, closes the door. Then he lets all the kids get some undeliverable mail. Yep. And Ralph finds one nice of those- Nice little drug joke. Yes, going to it was delivered to Otto, I believe. Yeah. Mine, what what is he say? Mine's got- uh, I've got dog food. I've got dog <laughs> That's all right. That's great. As The sniffer dogs come up to him. Millhouse gets his letter to Santa. And yes, that was but, pretty funny. Yes. And the thing about it is when it started off, I forgot about the post office bit. Mm. And I remember thinking, how does this lead into the Super Bowl? The coupon book. The coupon book. And obviously, Bart- what am I going to do with it? Gives it to Homer as a birthday present. Yep. Have you ever done it? Got something cheap or someone gave you a gift you didn't want and you re-gifted. Brought you a pizza oven just <laughs> you tonight. Did, you did. You, I answered to the door. Mitch is holding his huge thing. I'm like, what the fuck? And Mitch, and, and tell a story. I was going to give it away to the St. Vincent. I was going... Okay, and they were so close. I thought, I'll just give it to Dander.
2: I wanted to... I've got a pizza maker. I've never used it. I've had it... Oh, I tried using it once and it shorted my power circuit. Or well, my circuit board. Power circuit. What <laughs> Fucking man of the house I am. I'm going to leave that in. (laughs) I was going to... That was me just having a little sip of beer. He gave me that don't speak. Enjoy this. Yeah. (laughs) It was my last bit of the bottle. So, I was going to donate it because, you know, I was reading a thing over Christmas time about don't throw out unwanted gifts. And this wasn't actually a gift. It's just something I've had for a long time. But It doesn't work. (laughs) No, it does. It it works. My house just wasn't rated for it. I think you needed it.
0: You've got a standard house. It might
2: have just been the wrong PowerPoint. It might not have even been that. that I'm too scared to turn it on in my house. <laughs> I, I'll throw it out if you don't want it. <laughs> no, I'll want it. Don't but- don't keep it because of me. So, I was going to go. I I went to the local kind of community reselling of whatever place. Because rather than end up in the landfill, I was like, well, someone more... Charity, yeah. Yeah, charity. Someone more needy can buy it for like 10 bucks and it's, you know circle of life. Everything works well. (laughs) Uh, So, I go down to these more often than not volunteers who are giving up their own time to make sure that people in dire need can get access to these sorts of items. You know, angels, really, of our community. People that would bend over backwards and certainly not let any tiny obstacle get in the way of someone doing the right thing. See if you can tell where I'm going with this. I arrived at five o two sign on the door says operating hours nine a m till five p m well, it's too late obviously. there are three people within two feet of the door. I knock. we're close, <laughs> yeah, I don't actually wanna go shopping though. I've just got some stuff that I needed like I just wanna give to you guys like just just you know, please we close at five, yeah, okay, um. Can I leave it behind somewhere, maybe? Have you got a click? No, we brought it in. Can you Like, seriously, you can't just take it, put it on the fucking... In my head now. You can't just take it... Were on-
0: you legit furious?
2: Yes. I was like, it's two fucking minutes. You're still there. I'm. You don't even have to talk to me, just... Take this item, put it on the bench, come back and deal with it first thing in the morning because I work. I can't fucking get there through the day to do the right thing. And what charity doesn't have a fucking collection bin that I can leave some shit behind in? So, fuck this you. This kind of charity. Fuck <laughs> you, Brotherhood
0: of St. Lawrence and all of the good that you do. should have just left it on the door, doorstep. <laughs> S- smashed it on the doorstep. It was... Forget you, pal. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. I didn't want it to be stolen. As weird as that was. <laughs> what? I know what. I'll just leave it at Dando's house. I gave it no, to you. I know. No, I'm joking. I'm going to use it tomorrow. Yeah, it make it does make good pizzas. If I don't write back, you know my house is burnt down. <laughs> Just make sure you've got the um. How do you know it makes good pizzas? You never used it. You said turn on, exploded.
2: I read a review. Make sure, oh, you, <laughs> make sure you've got the circuit breaker on. You can find um if you go into Safeway, I think it is that you find some Jamie Oliver pizza dough, like it's in the flour for a pizza dough. Makes mm. a really nice thin cafe style pizza.
0: I'll give it a go then.
2: For listeners, if you're out there. <laughs> it was 10
0: minutes of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they pay the
2: money for. It was a story. I know, it was good. It was, it was a funny. story. I've got another story. Totally. I um, I got waved on through a, a booze bus on the way over to your house. There's often booze buses set up around the corner from your place. I always have to be very careful about not drinking before coming here. Fortunately, they're never set up on the way out. So I so can. What happens when you start entering the outskirts? Yeah. <laughs> 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 but it reminded me you were at my birthday dinner on Sunday night. Mm hmm. Last night. Thank you very much for attending. As we were d- driving home, we went past a booze bus and I was in the passenger seat. I had my phone connected to Ash's um, car through Bluetooth because I was playing little different bits and pieces on the way home. As we start pulling in, I jump onto YouTube and I play the theme from Cops as loudly as I possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was the guy like, you know, evening, uh, bad boys, what you <laughs> gonna, what what you gonna, gonna do? do? And he just, he didn't crack much, but he just had this like, have you had Have you had anything to drink tonight, ma'am? <laughs> you didn't get in trouble for it? No. Well, how could you? I was playing music. Like, it wasn't obnoxiously loud. It's just jam. It
0: was just loud enough for it to be able to be heard. <laughs> I was like, I was so fucking proud of myself in that moment. Alrighty, so getting back to the episode. I thought I did a good job here of, you know when you get a coupon book in the mail and mm. you get really excited. Like, yeah. You, you, start, you start thinking about things. I, I'm going to go here and buy this. You you never would have thought. i got to go to KFC and buy three burgers. <laughs> I was about to say, you get KFC vouchers. I never think in my head, I'm going to go get KFC. But then I said to Nicola, we can get 10 pieces for $10. We have to go to KFC. Nicola, <laughs> like, you don't like Kentucky chicken. Yeah, but there's 10 pieces for $10. They did the exact same thing with Homer. I like that he likes all the shit products. But then when it's a product that Marge actually needs, yeah. uh, he's not sucked in by it. Yeah, you like that, despite the fact that you just said before that you hated Homer. No, it, it was funny that Homer gets sucked in. It was in, a funny joke He gets sucked yeah. in
2: of the things that he wants. He ignores being sucked in by. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. right. Blind to the fact of being sucked in for needless shit that he <laughs> wants. But something <laughs> but that comes along two. that's actually important. Oh, it's probably just a scam. Yeah, yeah.
0: Two pizzas for the price of one at Doeys. Dowie's has terrible pizza! Yeah, but there's two! So then, Homer plans his day. Mm. um He's gonna. Can you remember what he's gonna do? oh uh, well, I got sidetracked at the end. So he's gonna have a couple of pizzas. Yes. Then he's gonna have a complimentary tango lesson. Right. And, and then, then wash it down with the smooth, refreshing colonic. Yes. Obviously, mix- <laughs> and walks out singing the Pina Colada song. <laughs> Lisa tries to explain to him, Dad, he's singing yep. the song, obviously, colonic, for the listeners at home who don't know what it is, Mitch. Colonic irrigation w- would be where you have a
2: tube inserted into your anus and flushed out with water. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. it's <laughs> <laughs> is that way- nice if way to say it. If you could come up with a better way to describe <laughs> yeah.
0: it. Have you ever had one done? No. Neither have I. But apparently you have to when you're like 35, 40. No, you don't. It's a myth. It's highly
2: recommended. It's not... It's, it's highly recommended by people that make money off colonic irrigation. What you have to have is a prostate check. You don't need to have a fucking water pistol <laughs> squirted up there.
0: That has no benefits. <laughs> Homer then goes to high-pressure tyres for his free wheel balance. This is just an amazing piss-take of hustlers at mechanics, hmm. isn't it? Just the... As I said earlier, when he calls the guy over, yeah. it's like a whole skit.
2: Yeah. It, they've got the paddle worked out. Um, it reminded me of you know a couple of my favourite ones of these. You seen Fargo the movie? Yeah,
0: yeah. The rust, the rust coat. You'll have to refresh my memory on what. Ex-
2: so it's when William, also, all William H. H. Macy's Fargo <laughs> is the guy getting put into the wood chipper. <laughs> yeah. William H. Macy's character. Is, oh, of course, yeah, t- yeah. Yeah, talking to people about the rust coat on the car. He's like, you like, we said we didn't want any of these extras. He's like, yeah, but it came from the factory like that so I can't take it off and like, you know, it's going to cost 200 bucks, 300 bucks, whatever it is and they get into a whole screaming match he's like, I'll tell you what, I'll go talk to my manager. I'll talk, I'll talk, I'll, I'll talk to him. Goes into the manager's office, just stands at the door for yeah, a moment. he's like, yeah. you going to the game this Saturday? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Goes back, well, he's never done this. He's going to knock $50 off that Rust code. Fall for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he actually signs it in anger but anyway, Uh, And the other one was the dodgy mechanics from Ace Ventura. No, Ace Ventura. From The Mask. I was going to say Ace Ventura. Sorry. Wrong Jim Carrey. But dodgy mechanics from The Mask. Yeah. That, uh, hey, what's this? I don't
0: know. About 400 bucks. (laughs) I liked too that they used the wise guy's voice. It was perfect for that kind of character. So Homer obviously then gets sucked in. Like, if only he could go back and buy four new tires. Uh, Yeah, Homer falls for it. Hook, line and sinker. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's just so great about it. He's so worried about this guy losing his job. And then he realizes it because he's in the waiting room. He's just completely annoyed. Great use of music, Spanish Flea. Yeah, flashback to when is he? When is he singing this? He's in the car, singing in the car outside the, of the Spinal Tap Spinal concert? Tap, of course it is. Yeah, uh, the Trap Fever magazine. It's just how much fun could you have in a car? Mm-hmm. When you're older son, you'll know. <laughs> what else do they have? The broken television. It's just, it's just mm. a completely boring and shit waiting room. And then enter Wally Kogan, and he explains that he got sucked in as well. Yeah, what a he- stem loop. Yes. <laughs> Amongst and Homer, other things. Homer laughs at him for it. Yeah. And then, obviously, he starts considering it to show you how the, the impulse buying, they make you yeah. feel like... I think it's what they do is they think they make you feel like you're going to be in danger if you don't do it. Like, you won't mm. be safe. Yeah. And then Homer remembers Wally because apparently they're in the same pyramid scheme. Wait, sorry. They were in the same pyramid scheme, which sets up what's
2: about to happen. Yes. With the fact that Wally's also an idiot. Yeah. There's a little Simpsons did it moment in here. Simpsons did the moment. What is the single great, biggest show on TV right now? Not not necessarily best or whatever it is, but winning fuckloads of Emmys and everyone
0: watches? Strange Things. No. Fuck loads has of been X. for the last few years. Modern Family. No. What? Game of Thrones. Does that win fuckloads of Emmys? I wouldn't know that. Oh, I, I presume it has. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of one that I've never once seen them win an but, award. But Actually, biggest cast the fucking Game of Thrones on a stage. The biggest show. Yeah, yeah every time I was say Game yeah. of Thrones or Walking Dead. Every and time Emmys, I was like, what? Okay.
2: Every time there's an episode of Game of Thrones Everyone within two it. hours, every news site has gone, This is what happened on Game of Thrones, yeah. like it's
0: actual fucking news. <laughs> you like the show, don't you?
2: Uh no, I'm struggling to get into it, I'll be honest. I'm two and a half seasons through and it's been a hard slog.
0: I I can't. I just can't. I've tried three times. I can get up to like episode four or five and I'm like mm. You know
2: what I can't handle? <sighs> whatever the whatever his name is, dude with the mustache. He the, will always the be small, dude. No no, 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 no. I like him. Dinklage is is great. Um, or the main character, dude from the wire.
0: Okay, yeah, I know who you mean.
2: He will only ever be Tommy Carcetti <laughs> for me. And I can't watch him in anything yeah. else. That's why you know I won't be watching The Maze Runner anytime soon. That's all beside the point. Game of Thrones slogan. What are they? Or what do they keep saying? Winter is coming. What does Homer say about the stem loop? You're right. Winter is coming. Mind blown. mm Hmm. Simpsons fucking did it. They did. Is that not a quote from the books that was written before The Simpsons? Wouldn't have thought. That'd be a fairly obscure thing to quote about Stem Lube. Well, Simpsons did
0: it first. You never see that in any fucking Simpsons predicted the, the slogan no, for the Game of Thrones. Simpsons predicted a Game of Thrones. <laughs> the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so where we up to? Obviously, Wally was in a pyramid scheme with Homer. Mm. I like that they throw back to something that we never actually saw. Yeah, that was like, nice. That's something that be, that's happened in Homer's life. I've yeah. seen it before. Wally and Homer then go to Moe's because they're waiting for their cars to be fixed. Like before that, though, he says, can we leave? Because they're pointing and laughing. I'm sick of the pointing and laughing. That, yeah, it's hilarious. Like the guys have sucked them in so much that they don't even care anymore. They're not even hiding it. Oh, they've got their yeah. money. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they Look it. at those two jerks. <laughs> yeah. They go to Moe's and the Super Bowl bi-week commercial comes on.
2: Oh, this is one of the things, actually, that struggled for, for mine. I struggle with the show a little bit. There the are a episode lot or of- the show? The episode, sorry. Yeah. There are a lot of... In jokes about Super Bowl culture or NFL culture, that if you, particularly as an Australian in 1998, and, a, it, and as a kid, and as and as a kid, but like, it was without the without Foxtel being prevalent, and even with Foxtel, it wasn't really easy to watch a lot of Super Bowls. So there's a well, lot this, of these jokes and that this go would have over. Aired
0: you, in the in late 1999 in Australia,
2: yeah. So a lot of these jokes were a little bit inaccessible. Now, the bye week is something that the AFL actually took on board before this year's final series, and in that light, sorry, yes, last year's, but in that light, this joke suddenly became a hell of a lot more fun. makes sense now, yeah, Yeah. exactly. But you get, um, presumably, Harry Shearer doing the the voiceover, but I love the road to the Super Bowl is long and pointless. Pointless, yeah, yeah, how good's that? Which... You and I have both had the fortune of following very successful AFL teams over the last few years and how much does it feel like that like when you are constantly in the finals you can't give a shit about what happens in round three just just get me to fucking wait two of the finals yeah <laughs> it's like watching you know what all like when you are when you're following a team that's really good all of the regular season is like the first 98 percent of uh, any game of NBA and all you give a
0: shit about is the last, last two minutes. minutes. <laughs> It's exactly right. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll tape a Cavs game now. I'll skip to like half through the last quarter. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what happens. All that matters until it's playoffs doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Mo obviously makes. I'm assuming. When they they obviously just brought in the bye week around time this episode aired. Uh, yeah, I presume. Uh, yeah, I presume so. For for them to make that
2: joke, it must have been topical. Was it the bye week
0: before players, the players? Yeah, yeah, no. It was the bye players? week is
2: before the Super Bowl itself? Before the actual Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay, and yeah, yeah, they still yeah. have that now. But yeah. the players have to survive a harrowing bye week that no one enjoys. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Mo.
0: Bye weeks. Bronco Nagurski didn't get no bye weeks, and now he's dead. Well, maybe they're a good thing. It was also a good way here. I thought of bringing up the Super Bowl. It is a seamless way that it happened. Yeah, they sort of wrapped up the coupon part of the story. Of the well, this is the coupon for it. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then that was it for the coupon book. Then obviously, Wally says to Homer, "Well, I run a travel agency. If you can fill a charter bus, I'll be able to take you to the Super Bowl for free." Mm-hmm. Homer imagines himself at the Super Bowl, and who is, is coaching? Tom Landry. Tom Landry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think it's Tom Landry. Anyway, it looked like his hat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what I thought. <laughs> I did, I did. I
2: did love this little, because when I was a kid and I went to the spot, like went to cricket or whatever. You always in the back of your head when you were little, and you didn't understand the concept of reality. You would think maybe if I just wear the Australian cricket team shirt, and <laughs> someone this and someone gets injured, I might be called to go on the field and field for a little bit. Who me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get your hand on my off my wife's leg. Did you actually think that when you were a kid? I think a lot of kids would have,
0: yeah. How arrogant were you when you were a kid? Very. I'm good enough to be in the Australian cricket
2: team. No, it's not <laughs> that. But you just think, well, you never know. What What if? What if, Dando? What if six people are injured and I they b- need someone to go out there? I believe you. if you told me you went to like the Belmont Lions football club or whatever. I would do that when I was in juniors as well. Like, I would leave my whites in my bag with me and stick around and watch the seniors for a little bit in case someone got injured and maybe
0: I could go on the field for a bit just to hang out with the older guys. My dad's work, he used to work in a factory around the corner here and they used to have sort of a annual football game against another local factory hmm. and I was always allowed to play in it when I was like eight or nine. I thought I was like the greatest superstar of all time. Yeah, nice. I look back now, I probably think I was probably a and They'll just let me kick let goals you, and everything. Yeah, of course. But when I was there, they would just handball me the ball. And I'm kicking goals. I'm thinking I'm like a champion player. It was you were like um, what's her name Abby that's played in the AJ Whitten Legends game the last few
2: years. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Just the kid. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was I me. Was I? I will point out I didn't genuinely believe as a child I was about to be invited onto the MCG. Oh, you it, did? I didn't. It was just one of those dreams. Like you it know, could happen. It, Tell me, tell me why it can't. <laughs> you know what? I grew up, I saw rookies, Rookie of the Year and Angels in the Outfield yeah. and I fucking believed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. what was that, that was the Chicago Cubs, wasn't it? Yeah. Rookie of the Year, huh? Yeah. So great.
2: I just remembered another... So I've Joseph,
0: spoke- I f- could not believe Joseph Gordon-Levitt was a kid in fucking Angels in the Outfield. I completely oh, forgot about that. Angels in the Outfield. I was about to say Rookie of the no, Year. No, no.
2: Yeah. Um, I um, just remembered another... Uh, I've spoken before about sitcom ideas that I've had in the past. Hail uh, Hitler, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was an actual one that existed. Oh, that was oops, oh, oops. She's an Nazi. Oops, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I I came up with one of those great '90s sports movies that was going to be that the um, a former like a, a great pitcher, uh, you know, from from whatever team, one year out of retirement, runs for office and ends up being elected president. But then, due to like a horror run of injuries, his former team. Is without a good pitcher going into the playoffs, and he's kind of, as the president, comes back and throws a no hitter in the ninth, like a no hitter game seven to win the series. That'd work. That, you're goddamn right it would work. <laughs> you just need money. I do. No. All I need is about 15 million. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that much. I could. Well, we need I, to buy a cast. Yeah, you got to pay for things, We're catering and that sort of shit. I'll get, I'll get <laughs> it done.
0: I'll, well, that's a necessity. I'll get it done for eight. If I could raise eight million as a Kickstarter, I will get this movie. Patreon. Patreon dot com. That could be like our top thing. Eight million dollars a month,
2: Mitchell yep. Baker uh, Podcast. Yep. Give me a don <laughs> and and for patrons, comment on this, you know, on this
0: episode. You can comment on the link. What would you call that movie? I want to hear it. Mm. Don't email, comment on this post. Yep. So where were we talking about in the episode? Uh so he's invited- the dubbing. Oh yeah, so he's basically invited Homer to the Super Bowl. And Mo's like, I oh, I've always wanted to go to the Super Bowl as well. Yep. And we have already mentioned what the whole scene was about, why they're covering their mouths and whatnot. Yeah. I'll just play the clip. Hey, Mo, you want to come with me and Wally to the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely. My favorite team's in it. The Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, ever since I was a boy, I've always loved the Atlanta Falcons.
2: Yeah, they're good, but I wouldn't count out the Denver Broncos.
0: Yeah, I hear that President Clinton is going to be watching with his wife, Hillary was this when Clinton was getting done for the cheating Lewinsky, on his mistress? Well, it was never
2: about cheating. It was about lying. He was impeached for lying to Congress. It had nothing to do with the fact that he actually had an affair. Because he
0: actually came out and said, I didn't do it. Did yeah, he? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was the, the
2: very categoric, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That was what he actually got done for. How him. long did it take before he actually
0: had to own up to it?
2: I, well, I, I don't know. I was 10. Ever, yeah. I thought you might have
0: known because you know everything. Thanks. But no,
2: no, I, I don't know the full timeline of that particular saga. I just know that it kind of happened, then it was impeached, and then they kind of just forgave it.
0: Yep. So, yeah. that's up to Homer to try and put together a group of people from Springfield to take yep. on the show I love bus. the phone call with Lenny. Oh, it's amazing.
2: Nah, come on. Nah, come on. Uh.
0: Yes. Now, Lenny's in. car will fall like a domino. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's absolutely perfect. Marge walks in so she's very happy for him and it's she has, it has always been her dream to go to the one of the ballets of some kind mm. Homer quickly shuts it down yeah yeah whatever yeah you know just I don't know why they had him like this because I don't think he even I have this, to watch a few episodes either side to see era. if this was just yeah, what he yeah. was like in general now I don't think he was though anyway uh, as we said Homer shuts it down again then Lisa runs through the list this was just to make joke of or make light of the uh, the fact that all the characters have weird names yeah like squeaky voice teen comic book guy yeah. that kind of stuff it is a good group then everyone's ready to go and they're thankful for the fact that they don't have to hold it in. Obviously, this was you Just you mentioned earlier, just yeah. the fact that men can just. Women I, keep us in check. Yeah, they do. I, even if there I, even were I no su- women. Even I suck in my gut sometimes when If I'm there were around. no women,
2: we would all be. Sloths. You see the Three Musketeers? No. The the old Charlie Chaplin. Uh, no. Charlie Chaplin. I was going to say Charlie Chaplin. Yeah. Charlie Sheen keep no, us all it. No, no. Okay. Uh, I'll come up with another reference. But basically, if there were no women. We it's, were, a, it's a boys' trip, footy trip. We'd all be Vikings. Yes. All men would just do nothing but drink and steal. Yep. And eat. <laughs> that would be our lives. <laughs> women it, women keep men on the straight and narrow. And as soon as they are gone, we are fucking pigs.
0: We are animals. We are pure filth. And we have no business being on this earth. <laughs> the thing is, when I wasn't working, obviously I'm working now, Nic- I was at home all day doing nothing doing absolutely nothing. Hmm. Nicola gets home at 6.30. The house would be a mess until 5 past 6. Yep. And I'd quickly do the dishes exactly. and a vacuum. Yeah. And Nicola's like, oh, you did the housework today. Thanks, babe. I was yeah. like, yes.
2: Can I ask, as a, as a man to man, what is the longest length of time can set that you have ever just like had your finger in your belly button? In? Yes. Just doing nothing else? I don't like the feeling of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what's an equivalent for you? Equivalent of a finger in my belly button? It was just that thing of Staring at the TV, staring at a wearing wall. no pants in the laundry room or something. No, no, that can be a comfort thing, but like just that. Even if it was just hand down my pants, picking it, picking at a nail, that. biting my nails. But, yeah, but that's more of it. That's not exclusive to men. I feel like just sitting, even just hand down your pants will do. Just maintaining
0: the area. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't think I do that very often, but. Well, you're not much of a slob, Dan. No, no. No, I am a pig. Don't you worry. But yeah, the, the house would be an absolute... It would just be filth. Until like 15 minutes before Nicola got home, I'd quickly do the dishes. There'd be fuck all dishes to do mm. anyway. And I can guarantee I sp- that every listener will have had a moment where they caught their dad just
2: absentmindedly picking his nose for a good 10 minutes. I pick my nose sometimes, there yeah. Would, I, I think everyone does. But I mean, like, just... There wouldn't have even been anything left anymore... But they're still just sort of working away. Just maybe. Maybe there's more in there. Just trimming the hairs. Maybe. No, that's not got it. Oh, what do you know? It's morning. <laughs> like That's what the life of a man
0: without a woman around them is. Pretty much is eight hours can go like that when you haven't got a woman around. Yeah. You just sit there doing nothing. Mm. And by before you know it, it's like five o'clock at night. It's like, what? Yeah. What happened to the day? Anyway, getting back to the episode. So, they're on the boys' trip. And... They've got the female driver, so they have to suck it in. Yes. So she's going to keep them in check. She doesn't do a very good job of keeping them in check That on the bus. Once they're on there, but I guess her back's turned.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that is true. As the bus is driving away, we get another joke that I did not understand as a kid. Not at all. I didn't even understand until I looked it up. Oh, okay. Well, you haven't got to that episode of The Newsroom yet. No. So for me, Rudy, I think in America, Rudy would be a massive
0: sports film. Um, Are you talking about the episode where he doesn't get led on the bus? No. What? Jim doesn't get let on the bus because of the No, that's not what, that's I, was talking what about. I was gonna say. That doesn't really tie into this anyway.
2: No, there's an episode of the newsroom where Jeff Daniels character talks about Rudy. Rudy, okay. Yeah. It's, oh he does, yes, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, there's there's during whole, the t- He explains the what the yeah. scene is and then yeah. they have a throwback to that at the end of the newsroom yeah. where everyone comes in and gives him a check and says, I just want to do my park coach or whatever the, yeah. Yeah. whatever the line is. So anyway, off the strength of that particular newsroom episode, which did reduce me to tears at the very end of it, I went, I've got to go fucking watch this movie. Um and for people that haven't seen Rudy, Rudy is, and you're obviously one of them, Rudy free film. is a phenomenally uplifting movie. It's a story about a kid who just wants to play for Notre Dame. All he wants is to take the field with the team, but he's a little little kid in comparison. I mean, still pretty solidly built. I think Sean Astin plays Rudy. Um, is he obnoxious? No. No, not at just all. the Simpsons say, he makes up for his height in obnoxiousness. Oh, uh, <laughs> Okay, so in a positive sense, he's obnoxious in that he's just com- so ridiculously positive through everything. But yeah, he just wants to play for the team and he trains and he's always on this, Like, he just trains and trains and trains and trains but he never makes the team and then in the final game... Um, other players offer to give up their spot to let Rudy on. The coach just hates him. So that's what the Czech relation in the news yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. But so, like, he he's the guy that drives everyone harder. Like, he works harder than everyone else and he doesn't care if he gets hit and he doesn't care if he's bruised or he's injured. He's sore. He's out there every week trying to trying to get the best out of him. So they finally said, no, nah, Rudy's taking my spot. And then they end up getting him on the field for a final play. I am going to go out on a limb. I'm pretty sure it was based on a true story. Like, 99% sure it was based on a true okay. story. But anyway, so that is the joke that we then get as they're driving off on the bus. We have Rudy running alongside, wanting to be allowed on the bus. And they're like, no, you can't come to the Super Bowl. You're too small. That's that's where that joke is. And when I was
0: young, that meant nothing to me. Coming back from commercial, and everyone's having a great time on the bus. Great song. Now, I don't know whether this is an actual song or whether it was just recorded for the episode. I wasn't paying attention to what it was. Because on Wikipedia, it just says the song playing on the bus was recorded by... It doesn't, doesn't give the song a title. It just says it was recorded by this band. Okay. Well, maybe it was just recorded for the episode, but it's a, you don't know the song? It's just like a Beach Boys kind of upbeat oh, okay. kind of surfy song. There yeah. was a lot of music track used in this episode. Yes. Yeah, there was. was. You, you not, that I'm not used to associating like a soundtrack to a Simpsons yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. As I said earlier, it was just cool seeing all the characters who don't normally mingle, just mingling on the bus, love, joy, and even Wiggum. Yeah. doesn't normally mingle with the other characters. Uh, while he's Sort of mentions that you have to uh, enjoy yourself in moderation.
2: Yeah, and then,
0: obviously, if you yes. have any
2: questions, ask our, ask your team leader Homer. After him, <laughs>
0: absolute ratchet passed right. out on a keg. <laughs> now, that's funny to me, but in actual sense, it probably shouldn't be funny. Are they highlighting that we're just all alcoholics? Yeah. Well, yes, of and, course, and, they and are. that's and that's okay <laughs> as long as you are having a good time. Well, they're not <laughs> saying that it's okay
2: because they they paint Homer in a poor light. They do, by yeah, yeah. It that way. But they are saying that's exactly what men will do. Yep. And it's exactly what I would do If I had a cake I've never seen you drunk Like drunk drunk Not many people have To be fair We need to get drunk drunk And do a
0: podcast one night
2: No that won't be good Why? Because everyone that's drunk drunk Thinks they're funny And then you listen to these podcasts Of of people that are just like Let's get drunk And do a podcast We fucking Tell you what I don't like Is like Cheese In the plastic wrappers You know what I'm saying?
0: You know what I'm saying? Your face is Fucking cheese Fucking amazing right now (laughs)
2: Thank you (laughs) It'll be half an hour of that. I, I can't bring myself to that level. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> I like to get tipsy to the point that I start talking a little bit faster and my brain feels faster and I will run off on tangents because in that sense, I I develop this confidence that, you know, is phenomenal. That is when if I'm on holidays on my own and I see a guy that looks a little bit like Greg Norman, I will go up to him and insist that I get an autograph without actually ever explaining why. You do that all the time. I did that once. You mentioned it to me a few times. I assume it was like I your can't weekly I, thing. I can't remember if I spoke about it on the podcast or not. You but spoke I spoke to it to me in person. Yeah, but I was—I was—it I was, was when I was in Mandurah on my own. I saw a guy. I was like, looks a little bit like Greg Norman. That was where the idea started. It was just me chuckling to myself, and then I thought, you know, what'll be great here is if I just call. If I go up to him, call him Shark, and I. <laughs> And insist that he gives me an autograph did he give you one uh, Eventually he wrote something Like sort of scrawled a, a thing He's like well I can't do my own name <laughs> but, but I was like what's great about it Is that 10 years from now His family Like they don't know that I was full of shit They're going to be like Remember when that guy thought you were Greg Norman yeah. Like I've given this guy <laughs> A fucking memory forever yeah. It cost nothing I was Like I was so proud of
0: myself in that moment He looks in the mirror now and just goes Yep Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> He's designing golf courses as we speak. Okay, so then we get the boring sub-story here of Margin Lisa. Mm. Uh I thought, I thought it was okay for them to acknowledge what Marge and Lisa were doing. But if you're going to do it, at least give them something. Give a purpose to it. Yeah, don't just make it boring because well, we can't really think of anything. Wouldn't it be funny if it was just boring anyway? Yeah. Anyway, whatever. yeah. Like, whatever. They wanted to take the piss of the fact of in the 60s, apparently a lot of celebrities endorsed arts and crafts products. Okay. that's what this was. And they got the idea, obviously, because Dan Castellanada did a very funny Vincent Price impersonation. So Vincent right. Price would be a bit celebrity. Okay. They thought, what does he do? Egg Egg yep. Egg whatever it was. But yeah, it's just a boring storyline. There was nothing to uh, it. Yeah. No, it, uh, yeah.
2: I mean, a couple, f-
0: couple funny moments, but not many. Yeah. Marge, I, I did like you, though. When Marge is going through the kits and Lizzie keeps shutting them down, she goes, how about Clay? You get a problem with Clay? Even yeah. Marge has just had enough of Lisa's beliefs.
2: Yeah, I I did enjoy <laughs> that as well, and that was that was one of those jokes where you can get away with poking fun in the flaws of your own characters that you've written. Yeah, yeah, like yep. you kind of calling out that by this point a lot of people were sick of Lisa going
0: on a crusade every second week. It's just yeah, by that point in the show, yeah, and I just think it's funny because Marge is the one who's always supportive. Yeah, and she's just yeah, well, just shut the fuck up and pick yeah. something. <laughs> so- then as you said It's just a way of breaking up time So we get back to the bus And this is where we get Lovejoy's collar Yeah And Lenny takes it off Oh now look what you did <laughs> Wiggum Alright alright You guys have had Way too much booze oh, Last call Come on Give me an excuse I did think the animation When they arrived Was really good Over yeah. the hill Yeah Seeing, seeing the, the stadium the Pro players
2: I think it was Pro players
0: Whatever. Well, it was just like a stadium yeah. just appearing. Yeah, in it, it, yeah, it had a name. Yeah. Uh, they, so, obviously, they arrive. Then Wiggum just fires his gun into the air. Yeah. When they arrive. Celebrating. <laughs> uh, it's like, you um,
2: <laughs> it reminded me there of uh, Slim Pickens from the movie Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway. I know Blazing Saddles. Yeah. It just, just it was a very kind of Slim Pickens animation of the way Wiggum was just yeah firing the gun off into the air, not giving any thoughts to anything. Just shooting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Uh, again in a classic bathroom gag Yeah, uh, yo- <laughs> they've used this gag numerous times on sorry the about what they did in the bathroom what bathroom I'm pretty sure they've used that exact gag on the Simpsons before I love that there was a goat that is yeah <laughs> picked a goat up somewhere along the way <laughs> it didn't start there Yeah, it ended there somehow yeah. they stopped a goat came on it kept going and it got involved yeah <laughs> it just became part of the celebration Flanders is concerned that there is no church or he hasn't yeah. been to church and it's Sunday this is a pretty funny joke yeah Rosie Greer um, well, I, not so much that.
2: Just the fact that the, for me, I, I didn't look into who it was, but the fact that the Porter Chapel existed. Yeah, the fact well, he's a TV minister, he's uh, also okay. a singer and stuff as well. Yeah, right. I it, for me, it was one of those jokes about religion selling out and it, it, selling right, out, Two things. Well, in a way, selling out TV minister, yeah, all yeah. that sort of stuff. But also the if I was to hark back to the film, there will be blood. This is in a comedy form. Commercialization and capital, uh, capitalization of America versus religious values. So everyone wants to go to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl makes a shitload of money. Super so Bowl al- is held on Sunday. Yeah. And how do we get around the fact that other people might be religious and it's about their views kind of being pandered to in the most perfunctory
0: way possible? Yep. 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 The next gag, obviously, was taking the piss out of the fact that football players don't age well. Yeah. It's a brutal game. It's a brutal game and Pointless. F- at a period was probably full of a lot of drugs. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Same with uh the wrestling industry. A lot of the wrestlers mm. from what like the who were big in the late eighties, early nineties or mid nineties all die now. Yeah. Because drugs were just a big thing. And obviously back then too, uh what's the movie Will Smith was about it was about the uh, concussion, concussions. yeah. Tell the truth. Yes, yeah, so that was a big deal. I haven't seen that movie. Have you seen it? No, I can't. Why not? I can't buy into it.
2: Uh, Will Smith is Will Smith being serious? Is that Will nice? Smith is not a very good actor. He's not. He's a no. very entertaining he's, actor. He's funny. Yeah. But really when is. Will Smith tries to be an actor, actor, it just makes me mad. And I've you seen the trailers, right? Yes. And that yeah, like Tell the Truth is the kind of accent that he comes out with. You watch the actual guy speak. He doesn't have a fucking African accent. He's an American. Like he's an African guy, but he's lived that long in America that he has just an American accent. He's and just embraced. Yeah. And, yeah. So done. like that. That pissed me off something royal. I'm like, you've just not done any work on actual characterization. You've just fucking read the name and went, well, I guess he talks like this. You're so annoyed right now. I am. Fucking- <laughs> You're like shook then when you said that. D- the fact that- What, now suddenly Will Smith, you're too good for Independence Day 2? No. Oh, that fucking pissed me off. Independence Day 2 is where you live. Yes, that's where you belong. You want want concussion, get fucking Denzel Washington. Get Morgan Freeman.
0: No, I wouldn't say... Morgan's too old. Jamie Jamie Foxx?
2: Yeah, get Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx can act. Get get people that know what the fuck they're doing. Go and make a Fresh Prince
0: reunion special. Do the shit that people want to see you do. I think people lost...
2: And stop putting your fucking son in everything. Say, people lost
0: their love for Will Smith when he tried to push his kid into
2: the superstar. No, or... I I swear if you met Will Smith like in the street and asked him. you give you the business
0: a- card for his kid? Well if you asked him for an autograph, he'd be like, Yeah, sure, but you've got to get Jada's as well. <laughs> <laughs> say the exact thing. Yeah. I'm thinking about it, when's the last time he made a good movie? I wouldn't be able to tell you what it was. I enjoy pursuit of happiness.
2: No. Not I, for me.
0: I didn't enjoy I Am Legend as much as everyone else did. No, I didn't like I Am Legend. I liked the bits around it.
2: Like, there were moments I liked, but then, you know, again, like, again Will Smith has that moment where he starts quoting Shrek, and he's trying to act isolated and alone and paranoid, as you actually would be, but he can't pull it off. It's just fucking Fresh Prince quoting Shrek. That's all that, that scene is and I, it takes you out of the moment when he tries to be serious because
0: he's just not good enough at it. I can't believe Netflix having given him a bajillion dollars to make a new season of Fresh Prince.
2: Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Something like that that would work well. Even, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. Ali, he was good in Ali but that was because he was able to a channel all the motor mouth sides yeah, of yeah, Ali. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
0: that's a stunt for another. Point time. is, it's
2: been a really long time since I've enjoyed him. <laughs>
0: How do we even get to talking about him? I can't even remember. Oh, yeah, a I brought up concussion. concussion movie. <laughs> yeah. so Jerry McGee. That was a dormant seed. I haven't been able to rant about concussion yet. You just opened Pandora's box. Jerry McGee, fifty-three years young. And then we get Troy Aitman. There's actually a few guest stars in this episode. There was. Um, he's joined Doom Buggies. Yeah, yeah. everyone likes Doom, yeah, everyone Doom Buggies. Everyone likes Doom Buggies. <laughs> obviously didn't go to church. He went straight. He couldn't. Well, he couldn't quick. resist getting a Doom Buggy. He was just quick. Yeah, in and out. Yes. And then Dan Marino. I like that Homer. It was a good likeness of Dan Marino. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like that Homer uses the line of, uh, "Dan Marino's biggest fan gets through, doesn't even know who Dan Marino yeah. is." Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he throws the ball. Again, Homer being a dick steals the pass Ste- from Bart. Steals a
2: yeah, like once in a lifetime moment.
0: Bubba saw. Yeah. <laughs> just my spine. That sound effect gets me every time. Yeah, just pretty nasty. Yeah, he deserves it though. I think that they went getting back to like Homer's selfishness. I think that is just a sign of just where the show was at that point. Mm. I think he just they I wouldn't say they run out of ideas, but I mean, it's just where he had evolved or even devolved
2: to. By that point, he Homer now is a much less rounded character than Homer was even in season 1. Like he's one All of the All the few, characters are less rounded by this point. Yeah, it's one of the few examples of a show that actually took layers off as it got older. Yes. Most shows each season You'll reveal something new about a character, and they become more nuanced, and more more. They have more depth to them. Whereas, yeah, I feel like The Simpsons strip them back as they
0: grew. Well, I actually watched an episode from season twenty seven today, mm. and I, fin- I finished. And I said to Nicola, "The thing about the show is that the jokes that happen now, the only reason like the, the, any character could say it, like they're not character specific anymore. Yeah, all the only difference is the different voice." If mm. that wasn't Professor Frink's voice and it was Comic Book Guy's voice, would it still be the exact, same would, joke? the exact same joke. I feel
2: like that is true of a lot of comedy in general of these days. Like you watch Trainwreck or if I was to go through Big Bang Theory, Two Broke Girls, How I Met Your Mother, or maybe less How I Met Your Mother, Barney was pretty unique, but f- so many of those same deal. It doesn't matter who's saying the line. It's just another breathing mouthpiece that actually gets to say it out loud for the canned laughter to
0: kick in. You get a million dollars an episode for doing it. Yeah. I've become bitter really quickly this <laughs> episode. Old man Grinter. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh, Marge and Lisa are now making the eggs. Mm. Mar- I did like this. This was a nice little subtle moment of characterization. Where Lisa humours her for saying yeah. exceptional. polite laugh. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. d- doesn't call her out on It just continues on. Yeah. 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 Just lets it get a little moment. It's exactly the way you would do it in real life. Yes, that's what I was saying. It's a real moment. Just believable enough, that laugh. Yep, 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 They acknowledge feet included. Feet missing. They yep. have to be here. It says feet included. Yeah. And obviously they're not. And then
2: the, you know, I can't believe that Vincent Price would lend his name to such a shoddy product. Vincent Price obviously made a hell of a lot of B-grade Hammer horror movies. Yep. Including the 1953, I think, version of House of Wax don't ask me. A little trivia about that, I yeah. uh, learned courtesy of Tony Martin on Get This, but for people that you know don't have an encycl- encyclopedic memory of a radio show that went to air more than 10 years ago, that was one of the first movies to be broadcast in cinemas in 3D. 3D? Because of the gimmick of it being in 3D, there's a moment where a guy in a party, like the whole movie just basically stops, like the plot stops going forward, and it's just watching a guy hit like a ball on a string off a paddle towards the camera. Just
0: for the sake of it being yeah, 3D. Yeah, because like, we've got 3D. We've got to do something with it. <laughs> it's like Jaws 3D. Have you ever seen that? Uh, no. There's one point where... <laughs> could never subject myself. The shark is coming towards... I think they're in like a tunnel, like an, un- like an aquarium underwater. Yeah, okay. So, there's water all the way over the top of them. And the shark is in the pool or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And it's coming towards the glass, right? And envision a shark swimming through the water. Shark swimming, tail swimming. This is just a stationary shark... It gets, just closer gets closer and closer. And closer ah. towards the camera, just floating through the water. Quality. And then <laughs> it hits the glass with its nose, yep. doesn't move at all. It just, its nose just goes bink and it stops moving. Yep. And then 3D glass goes yeah. towards the camera. It's uh, fucking that's incredible. <laughs> just as a quick side note on
2: Jaws, uh, listeners, if you're out there, if you've got a PlayStation 2 and you can track down a copy of the game Jaws Unleashed, do the yourself a favor. Jaws game? Yeah. You play the shark. Are you kidding me? No it's one of the greatest fucking thing- experiences of your life
0: holy shit i am going to do that tonight
2: like the whole purpose is to you, you um you have to sustain yourself by eating so you can eat fish you can eat scuba divers you can eat swimmers all that sort of stuff um but there's like this is an amazing sequence very early on in the game where you are captured you're put in like a you know a marine um uh, aquarium um the Jaws 3. You, you have to break out. So, you break out by like... You kill one of the scientists that um you can kind of come up over the edge and you grab him in your mouth and hold him. Shit graphics or good? They're oh, pretty average. Yeah. He's got a key card in his thing. So, you... While holding the guy, you take it over to where the keycard swiper thing (laughs) is, and then that opens the gate for you, and you get into another area of the aquarium, and you have to keep sort of bashing your way. Like you just mentioned then, you bash the glass, and then that fills up the tunnel where all the people are, and then you kind of make your way through, and eventually, you break your way out into the orca um, like show tank, and you have to battle the killer whale before you can actually escape out of there. And what happens when you escape? Is that the
0: end of the game? No, no, no.
2: That's only like the second or third level. Wow. If to, to to tell you any more would be giving things away. It's a game that's probably not reviewed all that highly. And I mean, as far as all of the technical aspects of video games go, it's it doesn't rate in a lot of them.
0: But is But is it fun?
2: Yes. Like, <laughs>
0: as far as sheer enjoyability and giddiness of holy shit, I'm fucking jaws. <laughs> 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 it, it can't be topped. Has it <laughs> got the music? Yeah. Oh fuck, I have to play this game. Yeah. Wow. How have you never told me about this? Oh, it never came up. Oh wow. Well beauty of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just stops immediately and if, if only we'd ever spoken about the Super Bowl before, I know. maybe, we <laughs> maybe it would have come up. <laughs> so, getting back to Vincent Price, uh, Marjan Calls, the, the company.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like this whole sentence, you think this whole a...
0: conversation basically serves the purpose of, by this point, where
2: is Springfield? Where is Springfield? Yeah. For fuck's sake, where is Springfield? And then, it's Springfield. Oh, hi,
0: Ahmad. Was... Yeah. Very funny joke. Because that was actually a big thing back in the day. Yeah. Pe- people used to have discussions about where they think the real Springfield was. Mm. People would sort of have um, what's the word with a like campaign for the, to, their town to be considered the real Springfield. Yeah. The thing here is you think that the message that Marge is listening to is pre-recorded but then they throw that then, all out the window at the end. When at the end Vincent Price is actually alive. Yeah. But then John Madden says well that makes no- a lick of sense. Yeah. It's just yeah I think they're just calling themselves out that, that it just makes it does make no sense. Yeah. Uh, Homer then is hanging shit on the ticket scalper. Yeah. Super Bowl. Threatens to give him a royal caning. Yes. Everyone sort of... <laughs> yeah. scalper. I'm just trying to make an honest living. Yes.
2: Not honest at all. Uh, then they obviously go to give the tickets and their fake tickets. Yes. As we mentioned before. Yes. No. A hologram missing. No such team as the Spongos and printed on a cracker. Homer not listening,
0: obviously, because he said, stop eating my tickets. Yeah. <laughs> Then, don't worry. They'll, they'll. I'll just talk to them. They'll be fine. Turns around, my friends. <laughs> they <laughs> then, don't have the tickets. Yes, they know exactly. They start beating them up. So then Homer goes to go to the scalper to hopefully, yeah, entice Buy him some. to sell He's just tickets. Fanning himself with money. I wonder how many tickets this guy has? Yeah, well, he had a wad. You did have a wad, yeah. But they're all gone, apparently, by that point. Hmm. But anyway, have you ever scalped a ticket? Uh I've bought a ticket and sold it on eBay. No, I've never... I didn't well, scalp it. I just couldn't go anymore so I sold it on yeah, eBay and I've, got I've, more money. Oh, well, okay. I've unsold but never for profit. Well, but like, but, you, like but it, if, if if people for, are willing to give me a profit,
2: I'm not going to say no. No, that's fair. But I mean, the only times I've done it I've, I've been at the game and it's been a case of, um, hey, look, I bought these in advance, made it my come Do you want it? You've given it away or you've sold it? Uh, both. on. So, to a proper game, um, sold for face value. Like, like, I just went to the ticket booth where people were lining up. Like, give me thirty bucks, save you the line, and go in. Um, sometimes they get skeptical. Yeah, they They're do. Like, is oh, is it real? I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm two feet away from security guards. I'm not doing anything dodgy. Uh, I'm, it's not like this is a New York City subway, and I'm trying to <laughs> sell you a MetCard. Three day Super Pass. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but then I uh, the AJ Witten's Legends game that I get, that I mentioned earlier, I gave away to that because I was like, oh, that's a charity thing. I'm not going to make some other... It was just an old bloke in the line who looked like he might have, you know... I don't know. He just, he just looked like the sort of guy that should it. be supported. I went, hey, buddy. Have this. What did he do? He looked at it like it, I was trying to give him half of a sandwich. <laughs> he didn't want it. Yeah. It's that's the, if you,
0: like, you ever try to give food to somebody? I think we've had this discussion. Free food? Can't be done. You try and give anyone anything free? Yeah. What have you done to school? it? We're in a world it's now like where people are just like, like people nothing. don't give people I'm things. just genuinely
2: a nice person. There's no such thing as <laughs> nice people anymore. Yeah, like I'm trying to do a solid. That's, the, that's all this is. There's
0: always a catch though. Yeah. Apparently. But no, he took it eventually. Yes. We have great visual comedy here too where Homer gets an idea of how they can get into the Super Bowl. Yeah, because they say the costumes for the halftime Classic sitcom gag is, you know, wear the costumes and sneak in. Yeah, but nope,
2: what he does instead, use the racket to knock over the security guards and run past (laughs) (laughs) them.
0: It's really, really funny. We can still make the kickoff. Cut to... Cut to them in prison. In the prison cell. Caught. Booting Homer. (laughs) (laughs) The doctor, Dr. Hibbert, Very added character. Yeah.
2: As a doctor, I'd say he's had enough. But as a football fan...
0: Cut back from commercial, and this is where we get the band commercial. The Catholic Church had, yes. That we mentioned earlier. So, <laughs> some of the not so subtle.
2: Um, the innuendos are great. Yeah, the bonnet popping. The poof. Putting the petrol. Petrol into the hole. Yeah. The uh, the bonnet popping for me was the more uh, obvious one because yep. it, it lingered a little bit longer on that yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you're sort of excited for a bit and then it went yeah. up. Yeah. And then, and obviously just, you
0: know. It's, it's a take a film group shot. Of legs by ZZ Top. Yeah. Yeah. Then Lisa's obviously. This is the last time we see Lisa in March. Yeah, watching Lisa says these Super Bowl commercials are weird. I've got here in brackets as I was watching it. I put the thing. At least this keeps them involved. Mm. But then you never see them again. Yeah, because the end of the episode, and I thought, well, what was the point? I was thinking that we don't
2: like without Carlton Draft, and they haven't done one for years. But we have no equivalent, like awesome of, ads. Not anymore. No, like the, this
0: ad is big. Yeah, that the, was amazing. The Carlton
2: Draft ad was. Phenomenally good And yep. then they had a string Of a couple of them But there's just been No one willing to spend The money in Australia For a while Do you remember the banana
0: ad? I think I've actually Mentioned this on the podcast Before Banana boat? Banana banana Oh uh,
2: yeah Make those bodies sing Yeah
0: yeah. Great Yeah Did you might That's hardly They're
2: iconic ads But they're not like Grand scale Spend Macho you millions You know what a popular
0: one was? The satisfaction with the tongue
2: Is it Was that Australian though? Yeah Well that's for Heineken Wasn't it? Or something
0: but that was—I uh... don't know if that was popular. I think that actually got
2: quite a lot of complaints. It was just in the news a lot. But it got you people to... that haven't seen it—it it was a CGI animated tongue crawling down the street to jump Benny into Benassi's it. Satisfaction. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, you're right. There aren't any good the, commercials there's anymore. No, yeah, like the Super Bowl ads have become an event as much as the Super Bowl has, which is what the NFL had been pushing for for years because they earn squillions and squillions of dollars about it. But we don't ha- even in our AFL Grand Final pretty much just get the same stock standard ads they'd probably just charge more for.
0: Them. Yeah, yeah. They, I think th- th- with these band uh, well not the band but with the Catholic Church commercial here mm. what they were trying to do was highlight the fact that the commercials at Super Bowls apparently some half the time you never know what they're even promoting yeah. until it gets to the very end. Yeah, It's sort lot like the Mr. Plough commercial they actually highlight that Mr. Plough don't they? Yeah, they do.
2: Yeah, Is that your ad? I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then we get the introduction of Pat Summerall and John Madden who yeah. were commentating the game. And they're saying, and the fans scream for more. And it cuts to Homer just screaming in the cell trying to get out. This is where Wiggum has his plan, doesn't he? Of the fake bar in the cell. Yeah, this is going to be what I'd learned for the
2: episode. Uh, That all all cells have a fake bar in case of emergencies. And by the process
0: of elimination. Doesn't test it first. Yeah. (laughs) Just charges at it. Oh, God, that hurts. (laughs) And then we get the, this is the part where you you mentioned that you forgot actually happened where they hear the game. No, no, this was one of the bits that I'd remembered happening. Oh, it was one. Yeah. Touchdown in... or a safety. I know my screams. That was a safety. Yeah, everyone's, just, just, everyone's upset. Yeah. Wally then apologises, and like you can't believe how stupid he is. Hmm. And then Homer sees Dolly Parton walking yeah. past. Cleaning lady, would you let us out of here? Me?
2: I'm Dolly Parton. I didn't ask for your life story. Just give me the key. That's another bit of Homer being a jerk. Being a jerk. But in that sense, funny for not recognising this massive celebrity. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Turns out the bait and switch here is at Wally Noza because mm. he books a lot of tours to Dollywood. Is it Dollywood? Yeah, is that what it's called? yeah Dollywood and, and Euro Dollywood. In Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> is there actually a Dollywood in New Alabama? Is there a Dollywood anywhere? There's Dollywood, yeah, yeah, There is a Dollywood? I'm pretty oh. sure. Well, there you go. Well, I'll Google it and find out. Okay. I'll, I can't be bothered. It's not <laughs> that important. But what it was funny here is I, I thought it was ridiculous with the... um. With the makeup opening the door, but who cares by this point? I think I, the Simpsons are pushing enough boundaries for it. I have a wife me. that loves makeup, so I thought that was actually pretty funny. <laughs> okay. But Krusty, when Wally's first talking to her, asks if she'll go out with yeah. me. They get out. Will you go out with me? No. Yeah. <laughs> and she immediately just you know hits the bolt, but heads off to a duet with the, Rob Lowe. But the the fact that she's going to do a medley with Rob Lowe and Stump wearing mm. a Snoopy hat on a jetpack. Yes, on a jetpack. That's gonna be some show. <laughs> <laughs> you never see it, obviously. Uh, then Wally and Homer get everyone pumped you know it's time to go finally see the football mm-hmm. oh um, another sorry another little musical nod there as
2: she's busting them out of the cell the Mission Impossible theme just subtly in the background is it yeah mm, okay I've got here not the not like the bump 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 bump, that, bump yeah. bit, but more of the okay just I'll go back and listen to yeah. it
0: the f- if you freeze frame it when Homer yells at football mm. Barney you has- can see his penis no <laughs> Barney has a Quasimodo face, like full on. Oh, okay. He's just drawn completely wrong. Yeah, His right. Eyebrows are all over the place. He's yeah, like, okay. He looks like a Neanderthal. So check it out. It was a great use of song too, though, wasn't it? It just fit the moment perfectly. Well, yeah, because you're building up to this moment of
2: expectation, and I thought the joke was going to be that they were going to run out. I'd forgotten about the the box. I thought they were going to run out so high up they couldn't see anything. Okay. But and like for me, that it right right reminded now. me of that gag of like the MCG in Melbourne is. You know, modern day Coliseum, that you feel like you can walk, particularly if you are climbing the stairs from the bottom to the top. And as a kid, when everything it really f- is a Coliseum, feels on a bigger it? scale. Yeah. It, it feels like you're going for 10, 15 minutes before you reach the top. Yeah, yeah. So they're all disappointed.
0: And, uh, but, however, then just opens a door and that happens to be the VIP Skybox. Yes. For, is it for Fox or just Rupert Murdoch in general? Just be for Rupert Murdoch, I suppose. And they, the guys just walk in. The gag here being that they're now more interested in the food than they don't care because that's very game. true. When you go to us to a corporate box, you I've don't unfortunately really see... never been in one. Oh, really? Never. A lot
2: of people will just go nuts around the bar. I have been in one and am proud to say that I watched all of the game because I had a waitress who was happy to bring beers to me and I didn't have to
0: leave <laughs> my seat. <laughs> what's like, What's the vibe in a skybox?
2: Um, it's kind of weird. What were you, a... at the football?
0: Yeah. So, like, generally
2: not all the time it depends on how much money but like there'll be there might be three or four people that you know and then there'll be a couple other groups of people that you've never met before because most companies will just p- pass them off to a few different people so it's it's kind of a nice mix of everyone's excited because they don't get to go in them very often so you'll have a little bit of a chit chat and you'll talk about the hors d'oeuvres or the hors d'oeuvres and um, everyone's happy for the most part yeah well, it's all
0: free yeah exactly it's where people will take free it's, shit it's a cash in vibe <laughs> Uh, obviously, then Murdoch arrives. Homer, it's the beer copter. I love, as I have mentioned before, Murdoch's... What the bloody hell? Yeah. <laughs> Did he say bloody hell? Yeah. What the bloody hell? Yeah, he does, <laughs> doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. But, and as we mentioned earlier, he calls himself the billionaire tyrant. Yep. And it's just nice that he's willing to call himself that, just yeah. take the piss out of himself. It's just nice that he was willing to do the show in general, considering how many times they've well, taken the him piss him out of, of Fox. It has made, him a, made lot him a lot of money. money. <laughs> yes, it has, indeed.
2: I'm River Murdoch billionaire tyrant, and this is my skybox.
0: If you're Rupert Murdoch, prove it.
1: Uh oh. Well, I'm convinced.
0: Do you think he would have that much power to no. be able to? No. no, no one has that much power. I don't know. Nobody. No one
2: in the <laughs> middle. No one in the middle you of the game. You thought about it
0: for a second, though. You thought about it. No,
2: no one in the maybe. Look, Tom Cruise, if. All of the players were Scientologists. Could get it
0: done, isn't that Like falling apart now, Scientology. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> 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 um. So he kicks them out, or he throws the smoke bomb. Another stripper, gay, who throws the smoke bomb, and guards appear out of smoke. But yep who gives a shit? It's a cartoon. They leave like the Three Stooges. I'm assuming it's, is that the Three Stooges? The sound they make there uh, as they're running out. A little bit. I don't know if it was deliberately like that. I don't or know too much about Three Stooges, but it just gave me that kind of vibe that it was got hmm. going to be the Three Stooges. They're obviously are about to get out into the ground, but the game's over. The winning team are running in. Yep. And it all works out. They end up in the winning team's locker room. Yeah. Do we want to talk just about the reporters' questions, how stupid they were? Oh, Wally, well, just that. That was stupid questions. Yes. Just, yeah. There's not, I don't know what they were going for there. Anyway, but then the conversations that the characters have with the players are all great. Yeah. Just, Wally, uh, the guys, I'm going to Disneyland. No, I'm a travel agent. I've heard nothing I've but heard bad. I've heard nothing but bad things. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would never go back to Disneyland. I love, oh, really? I would go to Disney World. I've been to Disneyland. I have no need to ever go back to it. Disney World, I would go back tomorrow. Yeah, okay. A lot of people sort of have the feeling of, because it hasn't changed much since it's opened, they try to keep it as original as possible. Yep. But it's just fucking boring, man. Yeah, okay. It's just, I don't know. I just Need some TNA. Exactly. It's just, it's too kiddy for me. Anyway. So, uh, then we get... Oh, Barney stealing the champagne. I love that. I love Barney's brute strength whenever (laughs) it's
2: it's on display. (laughs) Like when he's knocking out... Um, Bogs, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to throw back to so Homer at the Bat, um, have they ever done
0: a story revolving around that? I don't think so. But I don't think Barney it would work. you
2: become a pro wrestler. That'd be an episode. That could work. Uh, 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 Barney I'm, is the Hulk in a Treehouse of Horror.
0: Why have they not done like a, a Nacho Libre in per- uh, takeoff? Because no one saw that movie. That is true. I've never even seen that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the cover, and that's it. Yeah, that's <laughs> as far as I went as well. <laughs> Homer then takes the call from President Clinton. Yep. And my favourite moment from the whole episode, like, Clinton's trying to be nice, you know, you made us all proud. Yep. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I, I love Al Gore measuring the White House. Current. Yes, do you have to do Al, that do now? How do you have to be doing that now?
2: Do I explain <laughs> to the listeners why? Well, again, well as you mentioned, the it, the pending impeachment.
0: Just and everyone thought that that Gore anyway. was going to get in regardless anyway. Gore was going to be the next president, he was vice president at the time. Apparently there was a lot of controversy regarding how Bush got in, but I don't know anything about it. It just said. Bush got in via an election. It said, it said Wikipedia <laughs> that, that <laughs> Gore was expected to win by a landslide and oh, okay. controversially Bush got voted in. Okay. I don't know anything about it. Yeah. But anyway. I think Al Gore just had the personality of a tissue at the time. Oh, that's what they t- pissed out at The Simpsons. Yeah. But as I said earlier, I just love You can barely hear it, but Lovejoy laughing in the distance yeah. as Homer's chasing after him. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. Just so out of character and hilarious. And on behalf of America, I'd like to.
2: <laughs> All right, Joy,
1: You're going to get Hello? it.
0: Hello. Everybody's then ready to leave. And Carl. What are you going to do with your silver Bowl ring? Yeah. I'm going to give it to my wife. It's our anniversary. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the guys can't see that it's actually a bad thing that he's yeah uh, Instead of being with his wife on anniversary. Homer then has stolen the trophy because. Oh, I didn't catch that one. This may be his last chance to win one. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Wally then says the cl- a dad joke.
2: Well, we sure put together a heck of a trip, Homer. Ever thought about being a travel agent? Wally, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't.
0: Because you can really go places in the travel business. <laughs> Feel free to use that one. What one? Which I guess fit the character. Yeah. Didn't serve any purpose, but anyway. Yeah, lame joke for a lame guy. Yes, for a pretty pretty think about a lame episode. It
2: had its moments, but it's not... Well, as I said, seven, seven seven and a half out of ten. Yeah,
0: yeah. I wouldn't call it lame overall. But it ends, obviously, with John and Pat giving... Which I thought was funny, using the football analysis. I did like this. Yeah, yeah. Madden's
2: wrap-up. Obviously famous for doing that post-game summary, all that sort of thing. His line of... The last-minute edition of Wally Colgan in the lineup was a <laughs> bit of a gamble, <laughs> but it paid off. That
0: was good, yeah, yeah. Lisa the...
2: and Marge doing eggs. I liked it. They came in off the bench to allow Homer and Bart to get some solid gains.
0: It, it's really, really funny. But the, the people who put up with so much from this franchise... Yeah. Do you think that is them acknowledging the fact that the show had somewhat declining quality, or no, not declining quality? I don't think they've ever acknowledged that. To be fair, because this was after the Zarian disaster. May was that a disaster at the
2: time? Yes, I was a fan of the
0: show at the time, and I didn't pay any attention to that. But you, I was gonna say you were a kid, but like, trust me, that annoyed a lot of people. That annoyed a lot of people. It just threw all continuity out the window. It, 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 it was pretty much just a fuck you I know I know. you said it's funny as a standalone episode but think of anything that we see in the Skinner it, it, that Skinner does in the episodes that we review now makes no sense because of that, of that episode let's
2: just ignore that I don't see how, j- how you
0: could have a problem with that and not
2: wonder why Springfield still doesn't have a monorail track hanging above it or why it still doesn't have a fucking stairway to nowhere or any of the millions of things that happen on the show that are never referenced ever again
0: but I think it's because it was such a beloved character That that's all referencing things, things, items there in the town. There there is an explanation. They got rid of it. They just got rid of it. But this is a character whose entire history has now been thrown out the window. Ten nine years of history that we've had from this from this character now is irrelevant and makes no sense. Only well, just ignore that episode and then it doesn't. (laughs) It's an easy fix. But I'm just saying they that's what annoyed... That's what I think that's what he's going for there. They they they're doing things now just to fuck with viewers. If they did that now, if they, if just say, for, for example, the fucking Wire did an episode like that, would you just ignore it? The Wire never would because the Wire's perfect. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you were a, a show that you really like and it, they, they threw all continuity of the carrier out the window, would you then go, ah, oh, it's right, I'll just ignore that episode? I, you can't compare a drama to a comedy. But any comedy that you... Uh, fucking Arrested Development... They then came out and had it that... The, the...
2: Arrested Development doesn't have episodes that exist in a standalone universe. The Simpsons does. The Simpsons has no continuous through line. It's just different collections of stories that take place over 22 minutes. One story doesn't lead into the next. Arrested Development, the story takes place over an entire series. So, yeah, if it's a show where everything is continuous, yes, it would piss me off. But I feel like in a, in a confined sitcom, you've got more leeway to screw around with the character's past and then reset everything for the following episode. There is no okay. real history of any of these characters. It's just the way they are.
0: But, like, even, like, the fr- like we just reviewed Homer's Barbershop Quartet and Skinner remembering where all the flashbacks that he has of Vietnam. That's all bullshit. All of Homer's Barbershop Quartet is bullshit
2: because they introduced a history that didn't exist before that episode. How do you know that? Because it's never once referenced. What, these guys were as big as the Beatles and no one in the show ever referenced it? But what we're I'm getting...
0: We're getting a little bit hung up on this now. No, but you know what? I'm, that's It's worthy of an entire episode, this discussion, because I don't agree with what you're saying, and you don't agree with what I'm saying. I feel it would be interesting. Point counterpoint. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, final thoughts on the episode. What do you think? Oh, we've got the Vincent Price at the end. Oh, yeah, Vincent Price. That don't make a lick of sense. No, but, yeah. Um, I liked your Madden's read. I, I did like that they referenced Jody driving the bus. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, the back of the bus, telling yeah. them how to drive. Yeah. Anyway, so... My final
2: thoughts are the same as my first thoughts. It's just... (laughs) Seven of seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. But worthy of doing for Super Bowl purposes. Yes. What did we learn, Palmer? So what did you learn from the episode, Mitch? I already told you I learned that every jail cell has at least one fake bar in case of emergencies. Would have come in really handy in hard rain when Christian Slater found himself locked in a prison cell during a flood. Yeah? Mm. Why? Because the water was rising to the roof. He couldn't get out. (laughs)
0: I learned that never buy a one of product... The, one of the best, worst movies you'll ever see. Never actually, buy a product man. endorsed by
2: Vincent Price. Yeah, that, ain't that the truth. Yes. It? Never so, go into a house on, haunted, on a haunted hill endorsed by Vincent Price either. No, never do that. Fine. Or Jeffrey Rush for that matter.
0: Didn't he play Edward Scissorhands' dad? The creator of Edward, <sighs> Edward Scissorhands? I'm pretty sure he did. I don't know. I'm certain he did. Anyway, so no mailbag this week. Is No mailbag this, this premium. week. Hope you guys enjoyed our review of Sunday Cruddy Sunday. A lot of tangents this week, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I feel like the more tangents, the better. I feel like we got a lot off of our chest. Especially Especially you with a fucking
2: concussion. Mm. just make comedies, Will. Stop pretending. He doesn't make comedies at all anymore. When's the last time he made a comedy? Actions and comedies and comedy actions and action comedies. That's That's all all he should be doing. His last comedy was like Hitch, wasn't it? (laughs) Just don't. (laughs) You want to talk about
0: Vietnam flashbacks? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, thanks for subscribing to us on Patreon guys you guys are all awesome as we said if you subscribe for $5 or more you get your name read right out on the show you really do you actually do get your name read right out on the show yeah. I promise uh, you get access to exclusive videos as well and our movie review podcast and more Mitch any final words for the listeners before we let them go this week no I, I'm exhausted to be honest <laughs> I'm exhausted so I'm done <laughs> see you guys
1: silence silence